Shall we unleash the meat? Shall we unleash the horse meat? The horse meat. Fuck. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So. Mm. So we're going to send you images of what we're seeing today. We are in Burgos, Burgos. and we are visiting. We were visiting Burgos Cathedral. Mm -hmm. By the way, we didn't wear a mask, not even a second. Yeah, because no one asked. So we don't wear masks if they don't ask. And if they ask, we give them a hard time at least. At least. At least. We should do more. We should refuse to wear them. But. We'll get there. Um, anyway, it's not about mass. Um, it's about incredible art and commitment. Yeah, t tell me. So what? No, you tell me. No, tell me what you saw. Tell me what you saw, because you don't know what it is. Because you. I didn't know I, where we were going. Exactly, she didn't know I was taking her to see the Burgos Cathedral, and um, so it was a bit of a surprise. Surprise. And uh, so she saw it. She can't name what it is because even the name of the city is not familiar to her. No, I didn't know that until just now. Exactly. So after I'd seen it. So tell us just in visual terms what what you saw, because mm. I well, think that would be interesting. Well, first of all, I saw the outside because we were early, mm -hmm. because we got here in record time. Yes. Um, <laughs> in your Mercedes. It's not mine. It's not yours. Um, anyway, so from the outside, I was already struck by the intricacies of the architecture. Mm. Even though it's like really high up and far away, you can still see mm. that it's intricate. Yeah. And there's something like, for me, I look at it and I just see a, a drawing with like all of the details and all of the lines. Um, yeah, I see it as if it were a drawing. Obviously, it's, it's really there. Um, but then when you go inside, because obviously on the outside there isn't any colour, although yeah. you say there used to be, potentially. Possibly, possibly. Um, but then when you go inside, it's like what's been hinted at to you from the outside is then just like a million times over. Yeah. Um, I just, for me, the bit that got me the most was um, the central point where you look up. Yes. And I could, it's like one of those um, toys that you look down as a child, mm. like a kaleidoscope. Yes. Where you keep twisting it and it's like all of these shapes and patterns. It was like that. Yeah. Only you're kind of looking up at this thing. And then you're seeing all of these different levels. So obviously your eyes kind of drawn to the very top, but then you kind of come back on yourself and you trace the, the sections up mm. and then each level yeah. has this amazing detail. And then you're like, well, I could spend a lifetime just looking at one section totally. of this. Totally. Um, so those are a few of, of my reflections on that mm. bit, but I think it'd be lovely to hear you speak. What do you think of the retablo, the first retablo, the blue and gold that we saw? The first one. The first big one yeah. that we saw. So what got me from that, so what stands out to me the most from that is the roots coming out of the man's chest. Yeah. And it's like the whole thing comes from that and then it's sort of hinted at in other places, this sort of 
and you can see sort of I don't know if it's branches or some some mm -hmm. some of the places it looks like vines, but it's kind of I think that really all of them have that sense of the storytelling which it has from that of kind of it has the roots here and it grows up and all of them have this sense of like it's like the comic strip of the time of we're like, gonna die here and then storytelling we... i was talking about the storytelling so yeah. for me it's like you know how you have the comic strips that tell stories that children would yes have? yes for me it's like olden day version of that yeah where it's like there's a, a strip of story told here and yeah. each one has its little square it's like a and it's yeah storytelling element as well as the artistic element and then the kind of just incredible feat of skill and artistry and engineering and then you're like how the hell did they firstly make this yeah but then also construct it yeah yeah, yeah. um how did they get all, all the stuff on there yeah, yeah. um and with some of the stone i was kind of I think I can't remember which bit it was, but there was a bit where there's a window in the stone, but then underneath there was an arch, and it had markings on it, but it hadn't been. Ah yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So then I was kind of thinking, oh, so is it just solid stone? Some of these bits, and they actually do it there, and some of it is done in sections elsewhere. Yeah. Because um, in my head, I'm just like, how? Like, what came first? The yeah. chicken or the egg? <laughs> The chicken. It's the chicken, baby. Um, but like, what yeah, I actually don't know. Mm. I actually don't know exactly the order of in which they did these things. Mm. But they they had huge uh, workshops mm. doing this, and it's it's very important to come and visit these places because it gives you an idea of the commitment, not just of the powerful people, but mm. the culture. Yeah. Because you could say like, oh, yeah, this was just the rich, and it was just the, you know, that the rich do stuff today as well, you mm -hmm. see. But in my opinion, you can't compare mm -hmm. the quality, the commitment, the, the, the rooted artistry that mm -hmm. these people had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because these workshops were created with people that were educated for that for life. Yeah. Yeah. Which links and back to the car video in terms of yeah. how it links with that actually, yeah. yeah. Speak on it, my love. Well we'll show we'll show the mm -hmm. the, the car video. Mm -hmm. What I talk about about education, yeah. Mm. But these cathedrals they speak to a whole culture. It's not just the church or the powerful people who, who financed it. You need, you need like a whole infrastructure of artists behind that and a solid culture of Christianism. It's all about Christianity in those... Uh, well, although although the, dra the dragons have uh, created many questions for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah you let's see speak one. about those two dragons. I have no idea what those dragons symbolize, but you have all these sceneries from the Bible and then you have those... Uh, shields yeah coat of arms yeah. with those dragons on the side yeah which is very similar to what you see also internationally i mean in london in in austria in germany in russia you see things like that all over the place mm -hmm. and it's like okay why is this there mm. yeah why is this there is okay this is a christian 
church, mm -hmm. a Christian work of art, and all of it is beautifully Christian. Yeah, it's like it, it comes from the Bible. Everything is from the Bible, mm -hmm. and it's very well structured with Christ on top, yeah. uh, with the symbolism of the skull of Golgotha and all of that, which is also it's also taken maybe from other sources. Yeah. But then you have the coat of arms and you have those two dragons on the side. And it's like, okay, how did they go about reconciling these two things? Because I can very easily think of a priest or someone saying like, why do we have two dragons there? Dragons are a symbol of, of the devil. I can mm. imagine them, you know, mm. saying those, those kinds of things. And it seems that for them was pretty okay. I mean, they're still there. They've mm -hmm. been there for 600 years, yeah. So, so I think it's interesting. But the quality of the whole thing, I mean, the, the, the artistry of hundreds of people behind that kind of art and the integration with the space as well. Mm. So, I mean, bear in mind, it's like, it's, it's like a city of art and, and, and religious fervor, mm. yeah. And there's a lot of science behind the whole conception of the space mm -hmm. initially and then continually growing from the Romanic era. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first settlement in this place apparently is from the 8th century. Mm -hmm. Then you have a Romanic church from the 11th century. Then you have the big Gothic church. And then you have the continuation of, of building all those uh, added spaces. Mm -hmm later on the at the peak of the yeah. spanish power during the empire yeah and it's just unbelievable it's an unbelievable place to me it's kind of because obviously last weekend we went to the mountains we climbed my first mountain mm -hmm. um and there's something similar in because i know i often speak of like places of nature as feeling like cathedrals to me um, mm -hmm. But it has a similar feeling of that kind of gets you. Mm -hmm. um, like with, when we climbed the mountain last time, there were two bits. But firstly, the bit, the section with the, all of the moss. But then also on the way, sort of back with the big trees mm -hmm. and the roots. And it's for me that's kind of similar to the cathedral today in that there are different sections that are still part of the same thing but their existence came about at a different point in time. Yeah. Um, and they have distinctly different feels while still being part of the same thing. Um, so you see a connection with the two? I do, and I feel a connection in terms of the sense of awe and wonder of how something came to be. Um, yeah. I have, but I think that for me is the kind of... Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that the the human mind, when it's working within its nature, mm. will create things that not necessarily similar to nature, but that provoke in the soul of the viewer mm. uh, a similar sense of awe than when you when you see, you know, great mm. spaces and mm. and and living beings like those trees that we saw mm -hmm. in nature. Mm. When you're working with alignment with, with, with your own nature, not necessarily with nature in terms of trees, rocks and rivers mm. and, and, and mm. green landscapes, the connection between nature 
and so human nature, nature, the awe that we feel with nature and works of art that come from, you know, real people, even collective, collectives of people looking at their own nature mm -hmm. and making really amazing works of art. And for the viewer, at least for you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, provokes a similar response. Yeah. So how is that? How is that? Well, the only way mm -hmm. I can describe it is, and to be honest, I feel it more in nature because it's, it's in some way sort of unexpected. Whereas when, when you go into a cathedral, there's a, there's a certain element of, oh, also, how cute is that dog? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was unexpected also. And like, yeah. Deliciously it, good. Like it looked unreal. But I think it, that's a perfect example. It's things like that when you're not expecting them. Yeah. They sort of it's like a, the ultimate what am I because it gets rid of yourself entirely and you're completely absorbed by the thing. Yeah. Um, and for a brief moment you sort of don't exist. Mm -hmm. Um and to me that's what happens in nature is kind of it sort of almost wins me is the only way I can describe it. So I feel this like like the, the just winds knocked out of me yeah. and I'm not really able to speak and you were crying today in the cathedral too. maybe that element of surprise was there because I I didn't tell you where I was going to take you yeah but I think I think also with a with a cathedral there's a sense so the difference the difference in the feeling for me for one of them it's you see the thing from the outside and before you go in you don't know what's going to be inside but you suspect that it's going to be something of beauty mm -hmm. whereas with nature almost sometimes it can just get get you out of nowhere yeah. um but i think with a cathedral the, the feeling is the same mm -hmm. in that both of them sort of shake you to the point where everything else falls away and you're just in alignment with mm -hmm. what the thing is and who you are in the presence of that thing in that moment um and actually one of my questions for you was going to be how did it feel for you being there again? Because obviously I've never been there before, but you've been there. How old were you when you first went there? I think I was there as a child with mm. school. Can you remember and then, that? Or? Not specifically. I remember studying it in, in the history, history of art courses that I did at university. And then I visited again three years ago. Okay. Three years ago, I was blown away. I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And today I liked it equally. I mean, I enjoyed it enormously. Mm -hmm. And I, I put more attention in details today. Yeah. I was looking at many was? details and I would, I just wanted to, I just put my attention on, because when you look at it, it's like, the sense of awe is like, mm -hmm. what the hell? How did they do this? Like you have so many questions mm -hmm. and you, you have all, you also see that there's so many things to see in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, so you, you have many questions about how they built it. Uh, for me, it's more like, what does this all mean? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like who built this? Why, why all this imagery? Why did they, they put it in this mm -hmm. uh, disposition? But also yeah? it's still relevant. Oh, it's definitely what, still to relevant. Me, it's the kind of, like with nature, it's kind of, obviously man can interfere, but mostly when it's left to its own devices, it, it evolves mm -hmm. the way it, the way it is mm -hmm. um, whereas with this it's kind of like somebody they would have had discussions about this the composition oh. of this and the fact that it's still relevant today that to me is what 
what, where the yeah. awe and wonder comes from because it's not like you look at it and you're like what is this doesn't make any sense or it's not like you're looking at it and, and it's some sort of alien thing it's like how is this it's standing the test of time yeah and it, it, it's so important what you're saying and it's so important to see it also as a contrast of today mm. it's very good to see it and ask yourself well, ask yourself any questions about it that you might have. But for me, it's very clear that there is a contrast between the people who built those things mm. and the people who inhabit the same country today. Mm. Yeah. And it's very important to, to draw from those sources. Mm. Yeah. For, which is what culture is. Yeah. You should never lose your culture. Mm. Because if you lose your culture, you you will not know who you really are. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yes, ultimately you are joy and spirit, and you know, but it matters. It matters a lot. It matters a lot to know what you're coming from, to have those those points of reference. And these places are can work for as a point of reference. Then you can study this history of it into the details, and maybe you realize, oh, this nobleman who built this place was actually a criminal, right? It's, it's possible. It's possible. Or you could have very critical views about the church or, or, or the institution of monarchy as, as it was in those days or whatever. I don't have that harsh view, but even if you could, even if you do, you... I mean, I could have it. I don't know enough about it. But what I'm trying to say is like, regardless of what you think politically about those institutions that created this, this monument, you can't forget what the mon monument itself is. And you can't forget that it was built by thousands of people. Thousands of people put their effort willingly with awe and devotion and inspiration into the program of the of the whole building yeah and what it seems to me it seems to me that what we're doing today is like we're putting our energies into something that and look and you can see it by the results yeah into something that is actually the opposite yeah you don't see collectives working on creating things like that Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see it. And, uh, and I think it's a, it's a sign of decay. It's a sign of devolution. Yeah? We are very much technologically advanced, but it all depends what you're using it for. And it's absolutely essential that we don't forget this culture. And that's why preserving culture, preserving these monuments and understanding them is so so important so important when you see any of these things this is something i could go to war for like this might sound a little bit harsh but i wouldn't go to war for humans mm -hmm. as much as for preserving the culture mm -hmm. like if, if there was a group of people who said that this building had to be destroyed yeah, yeah. which it's not the case in Spain, right? doesn't matter how, how radical the left is today, they wouldn't go around burning churches, at least at this point. Mm. But they did in 1931. Mm. 
if I was in 1931 and saw what they were doing, yeah, because they were burning churches, they were burning amazing works of art, that, that would have tricked me, like uh, triggered me immediately to defend those, uh, those monuments. And it doesn't, this doesn't mean that, I'm sympath that I sympathize with the nationals or with Franco or anything like that at all. Yeah? It comes from your core. It's like, this is our culture. What the fuck are you doing? You're savages. Yeah? So savages should be, should be, you should defend yourself from savages yeah? who, 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 who are so brainwashed that I keep a of destruction of this level. Yeah? And I think what's happening today in, in, in different ways, but who knows, maybe it will come back in, in also in the physical world. But what it seems to me is like we're doing this to ourselves. Like, it's like they don't need to destroy the culture anymore. They're going to destroy our biology. And we need to start also understanding that our biology is part of our culture. We have an inheritance coming from when I go to my valley, and I see the sign of the entrance to the village where my ancestors, uh, ancestors come from. I get goosebumps. And it's not because I see it and I get all emotional. It's just like, it's this rush is like it's something different. It's more like, like a small version of what I felt in Jerusalem when I went to the, to the tomb of, uh, of Elizabeth, yeah? To the tomb of Elizabeth. Thank you, I was doubting that, actually. Um, and it's the same for literature, music. I mean, these things are so important, are so important. When you, when you hear someone like Mar Pasio, like defending the people who created the revolution, and, and so you can see, for example, Americans, they also have their, yeah, their cultural heroes and and it's not even about heroes, because I really don't know if the people who built this place were heroes. Like, this was part, um, done by patrons who, who, who financed the whole thing, and I don't know if they were good people or not. I just see the result, and it's like, wow, there's some strength here. There's something very valuable here. Yeah, you can't just dismiss it out of the blue. Like, in fact, it's the opposite. It's like, it reminds you, like, no, 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 you can't. You can't just say that because they were kings and the church had all this power that these were bad people. That's like, whoa, whoa, hang on for a second. You need to study it carefully because when you see it, you see this is good, something good about this. Yeah. You can't, you can't really tell that this was used for bad or that this came from bad people. The nuance has to be there because otherwise you wouldn't, uh, we would lo lose a lot. So one has to be careful with that. Because when you see monuments like Washington, how Washington was built, it is inspired in, in Greek culture and classical culture. And the whole thing is impressive, it's quite impressive, yeah? That Americans did this in the 19th century, you see the capital and, and, and uh, even modern places like New York, they're very interesting in terms of architecture, yeah? Uh, but it's not the same. It's just simply not the same. And this whole symbolism that you see in Washington, it's, it's a different thing. It's a different thing than this. And I can't put my finger on it on, on what exactly it is.
but to me there is there seems to be a more like a Christian honest genuine fervor in what I see in medieval uh, Europe than what I see and if you look at the economics of the time and how things were run how different places had were really independent you know politically it wasn't perfect of course but they had their own economy you can tell that they could keep their own personality and independence yeah in medieval times yes i'm saying medieval times it's not what they're they're telling us uh, just look at europe and uh, the whole all the cathedrals that are, that are still standing and this doesn't come from pure slavery this comes you know maybe there was a level of brainwashing uh, a level of hiding reality i don't know about that but people were very sincere in their faith and they were ready to sacrifice their lives for for their religion and for their principles you know and today we have this awful awful absolute lack of respect for oneself and you just have to see the entrance of the cathedral mm. nobody told us to put the mask on but everybody was wearing it nobody said like oh i wonder if i don't wear it if i'm going to be told off or you know and you could probably feel the tension as i did mm. of not wearing it like this constant sort of tension of saying like someone's going to come and tell us something someone's mm. going to come and tell us something which is not a big deal of a tension but it's still tension but you got to be able to hold on to that tension if you cannot hold on to the tension of not wearing a fucking mask what else are you going to accomplish for your freedom it's like there is there is absolutely you have no chance if you can't do it for for the mask yeah so we went into the cathedral and nobody told us to wear the mask so we didn't and we enjoyed the cathedral the way those who made it probably will have respected us more than the people who were wearing it just going around like fucking zombies with their fucking masks you know don't you think so like people if people are capable of building that yeah. that they will respect you more 500 years later when everybody's already a slave and you come in as a non-slave at least from from at least for as, as an attitude as an attitude you know sort of attitude right that you come in and you say okay i'm not going to wear the mask until they ask me to wear it and then nobody asks you so why the fuck don't we do all the same we just don't wear it and if somebody asks you to wear it well then you make a decision as to how you handle that but at least don't voluntarily before you're forced to wear it don't wear it because then if everybody will do that then the authorities will be at a loss as to how to enforce it because you can't yeah anyway we were talking about those great men and women who built this place you know cathedral of burgos absolutely awesome awesome, awesome place I've, I've been completely in the you lines. look like an angel and i, I look like a Oh, I don't know if I look like an angel. I look like the sun's on my face. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. Because it is. Okay. This um, is, this closing is... remarks. Yes. What What's stuck in your mind now as a thought? It was awesome. It was good. Uh, it feels great. Mm. It's a great trip we did. And yeah, we'll do more. Mm. What's in my mind is 
what would the people who made it have had for lunch at the time? <laughs> like, what would have been the standard, we're having lunch now? I think we bought some of that stuff. <laughs> I think we have returned yes. to times of yore. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, we're getting some of it mm -hmm. back to Pamplona. Adios. Adios. Gracias Adios. por escuchar. Adios, preciosos. Sí. Goodbye. Kiss. Besos.